Welcome into the AU Radio Comics Corner. I think you never outgrow your love of these stories. A weekly look at new and upcoming comic book releases. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. Join us. You guys are great. Pull up a beanbag chair, settle in, and thumb through this week's issues with George and Travis. Purveyors of entertainment, we hope. Well, hello, and welcome on down to the Comics Corner podcast. Hi, George. Oh, hi, Travis. Up, up, we've got we've got you up here this week, and also also as normal, we have Jason. Hey, and uh, you're normal. <laughs> don't take it personally. I'm sorry. Uh, and also uh, upstairs today, we have a guest. We have David up here. Hi, guys. <laughs> He is our uh, our resident Spider Man expert, and uh, we have called upon him to uh, to to be uh, somebody that can talk about that stuff that's actually been reading what's going on, which we have been slacking because there's way too many comics out there. Call it what it is. You're tired of getting corrected about the, the Spider Man <laughs> releases. You want to get it from the source. Our our, ter- our uh, definition of Spider Man expert is you've read one once. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had less than forty toes, right, Travis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, and that's uh, so. Yeah, when we uh, when we get around to that, we'll we'll throw uh, we'll throw some questions over at David and see how things have been going. That sounds how good. has it been going? Oh, good. You having right a good on. day? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> good, good. Busy, busy, busy. Yep. Well, thanks for coming up. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. No problem. <laughs> uh, just to get it started off, uh, starting with one that uh, a brand new one from DC that's following in. It seems like they're trying to follow the style that Tom King's run from like Mister Miracle had done, where they have kind of a like a slightly skewing towards indie uh, like art style, but focusing on something of a second tier character and trying to bring them up. It really reminded me <laughs> of the art style on uh, Deathbed. This is. Martian Manhunter, number one, just yeah. for the record to say it. Uh, <laughs> you know, this thing that I just held up. So <laughs> it's the exact same artist as Deathbed. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay, it's Riley Rosmo. All right, that's why it looks so familiar. <laughs> nice. He, he's got such a cool sci-fi style to him. Lots of huge foreheads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you were saying, that what what did what, you think of this? I, uh, I, I really liked it. Other than, uh, like I was telling you earlier, uh, I was reading it. And I was quite tired, so they, a lot of it happens on Mars, so there's a lot of, like, those DC Martian like words. gibberish words, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was, it was kind of hard to follow it at times, but I'm, I'm sure if I wasn't, uh, you know, just getting off doing the entire poll list and then yeah. going home and... <laughs> Hey, and if you happen to notice, if you're uh, if you're early listeners, this is actually going to be coming out a little earlier than they are because we're up here recording on Wednesday instead of Friday. Yeah, so get a get a couple extra days out of us. Appreciate the flexibility, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on with more DC stuff, we got Justice League number thirteen, which is jumping in with another Legion of Doom issue. Which those have all been so fun so far. Like they're just having a really good time playing around with the bad guys and just showing what they're all doing and day in the life of the of the Legion. I'm so far behind on that. <laughs> it's been really good. Uh, the The conclusion to the Justice League Aquaman crossover was crazy. Like it, they really Scott Snyder knows how to write a really like rocking, like action packed comic, and like every single page of that was just crazy superhero fighting. Nice, yeah. And then the best kitty cat cover of the week, is, <laughs> since uh, Man Eaters isn't coming out this week, uh, was Doomsday Clock number eight, which we see precious few of these comics coming in at a regular basis so it's nice to see a new one when they come in i know now that it's uh every other month ish <laughs> ish ish 
You, have you been reading this one, David? I read the first four issues. Okay. It's, that's, that's about where I'm at, too. <laughs> it jumps around so much. It yeah, gets, it does. I mean, especially with the release schedule being as, as staggered as it is, it's so hard to remember what's happened like months ago when you only read, you know, 30, 40 pages at a time. Uh, and then we had number 60 of Batman. Oh, right on the gun with that. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> uh, which I think everybody that's up here is a little behind on Batman. So looks like there's been a weird little uneasy alliance, as the cover states, between Batman and the Penguin, who's got a wonderful peppermint swirl uh, umbrella on the cover of this one. If you've been reading Batman, I'm sure you're already on top of that. He's been uh, popping up in a lot of the books lately, hasn't he? Yeah, he was in Batgirl for a while. Causing trouble for Harley. Yep, yep. Of course, that was forever ago. That I'm way behind. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Jumping over to Image to run through the gambit of those guys real quick. Did, did so, you? So on Batman, uh, oh, sure. King's like jumping off of that for a little while, isn't he? That, I, I think you told me about that, and I can neither confirm nor deny, but I'm sure, I mean, out of a hundred issue run, it's understandable to take a month and or I, two off of writing I, I heard that he released a, a time schedule for when he's going to be off it completely, like oh. 05, I think. Oh, okay. what he was okay. saying. So okay, we got a we got another year, maybe and two then, out of him. Then everybody was just yelling at him. Nope, you can't leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> this has been such a good run of Batman. I did not think that the run that followed up Scott Snyder's, which I am an unabashed fan of, would be as good as this and so different. Like they're so wildly different as far as like the feel goes. Like yeah. Scott Snyder went for the crazy like over the top like superhero insanity stuff, and Tom King has been going for like the grounded kind of emotional Batman stories, yeah. which. And then in 62, it looks like they're going to be bringing in Professor Pig. Oh, nice. <laughs> that guy is such a creeper. <laughs> I know, a ridiculous name, but <laughs> such a creepy bad guy. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. This, Tom King's going to write that, though? I think so. Okay. I, it, I would love to see Professor Pig written by Tom I, King. I don't remember if that's when he's coming back or if that's when he's jumping off for a couple. Or... Mm, okay. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll let you know. <laughs> We got a big slew of Image Comics this week, uh, starting off with one of our favorites, Bully Wars number 4, which has just been a delightful, ridiculous comic book about Bully Hunger Games, basically, or Bully Battle Royale, Yeah, by Scotty Young and Aaron Connolly on the art. Just, have, you, have you been keeping up on it? I, I haven't read this one quite yet. I just didn't have enough time to cram them all into one <laughs> night, um, but I'm, I'm super excited. It kind of left off with, uh, um, with the, the little nerds or whatever that are helping uh, Rufus... Uh, having to Rufus is basically looking like he's going to have to bully the f- people that he's been making friends with and whatnot, oh, no. just because of the, the game and whatnot is designed to, to tur- make, make a show of it. Right. To- exactly. Yeah. And then actually I'm going to, I'm going to add an IDW one to this little slew of this stack. Cause there were so many of them that were dealing with like RPG style games. Oh yeah. In comic books this week. It was insane. The first one was self-made, which I didn't really get what was happening in the comic until the very end when you start to see kind of the, it's not, not trying to be spoilery, but the premise of this game follows an NPC in a video game Hmm. who eventually runs into a player character and he keeps trying to screw her over. And every time he does, it goes to a little, like there's a little line of like little static and the game resets and whatever she had, whatever he had done to screw her over gets like the clock turned back. Huh. And so he's like, what is going on? This is like ridiculous. So anyways, it's all premise set up in the first issue. But if you like that kind of reality bending, you know, like ghost in the machine style story, this looks like it's going to be really good. Hmm. Huh. Right on. And then the next RPG based comic book this week is called Die Number One. Oh, that one sounded good. 
Yeah, it has so much potential. It's crazy. Uh, Karen Gillan and Stephanie Hans uh, are the creative team on this, and it's the artist Stephanie Hans's first creator-owned book. So she's like super invested in making it as perfect as she can. Uh, there was a really cool letter after the issue. Uh, the, sorry, the premise of this one is that these kids get sucked into a game of D&D when they're teenagers, and they get out, but they've been gone for like two years. Yeah. And so it jumps forward. I know you read it too, but um, it jumps forward and it shows them... Uh, as adults, and this weird evil entity thing that had trapped them is like trying to bring them all back together to to get them again, and we'll have to see how that goes because it's such a crazy premise. But they're the first issue was definitely a step in the right direction, and then the last one, uh, Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons number three. And anybody that's been chomping at the bit for this one, this is like the best issue of the run yet. They get to fifth edition. You see that <laughs> Jerry is no slouch in the D&D game, which oh. comes as a complete like like surprise to Morty and Rick. And Morty like gets him to go on an adventure it, with him. It um, figures that he'd be a sleeper, though. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> you know, nerd back in high school, got down on a bunch of games and stuff. So it's it's been so much fun. And it's so clear that the people writing this love Dungeons and Dragons so, and, and Rick and Morty. So what's the team on that one? Uh, pa- pa- Patrick Rothfuss and Jim Zub. <laughs> oh, and, and Troy Little. Sorry, didn't mean to forget about you. Mr. Guy on the Art. <laughs> so good stuff all around. Jumping back to image for a second. Actually, here, I'll give you a second. Do you want to throw a few out? Oh, yeah, I've read a couple. There was this uh, one called Grumble. I don't remember who put th- Oh, it, it was Albatross Funny Books. Oh, what? I didn't realize it was them. Yeah. That's uh, Eric Powell's publishing company. Yeah, it, it's this magical world. This girl is running from the cops, goes to uh, a, a friend of her mom's that, that's kind of a grifter. And then in the process of them, like, ripping a bunch of people off and running from the cops, he gets turned into a dog. Oh, huh. And now they're, they're running from like the galactic police and he's stuck in the, in a dog form. Nice. So she's got this, uh, really rude talking dog that is hanging out with her. What was that show where Jason Lee got stuck as a talking dog? Oh, jeez. You remember that? I don't know, man. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> if anybody out there knows, yeah. let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Call in now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Our uh, another one that uh, we didn't already <laughs> mention that I read was uh, was Freeze, another oh, image yeah. comic. You were telling me about that. That sounds uh, really good. Which is, I, I was curious about how they were going to do that, but basically it follows this IT guy. Uh, he goes to work and uh, his his boss is complaining. Anybody that's worked in IT has run into this situation before. <laughs> where the boss's computer isn't working, so he, he goes down and actually plugs it into the wall. And, <laughs> and then in the, uh, in the time that it takes to do that and then come back up, everybody in the world is, is frozen in place, except for him. Hmm. And it seems that he's, like, the only one that can unfreeze people by, uh, like, touching them. Interesting. Does it just keep, kind of leave you hanging on what happened while he was... Uh, we don't know what happened to cause the thing. Okay. But we find out that just people are frozen, not like any equipment, cars, <gasps> right. airplanes. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's And just this horrible scene of carnage meets him outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, planes falling out. Yeah, planes do usually fall out of the sky. And I guess if they're on autopilot, maybe some of them didn't fall out of the sky. Well, I'm sure they'd fly for a little while. Yeah, eventually yeah. they would. <laughs> they probably would. Yeah, you're right. But no, that's cool. That's that's a really cool concept. Yeah, it's going to be really cool to see where, where they go with that. Just a few more to rattle off from Image again. Uh, Unnatural number five. 
which is uh, the start of the second story arc of that one. And it's been so delightful. And then also kind of heartbreaking as the main character is kind of going through some really, really rough personal stuff. And like all of her friends and family are dropping off around her. And She's had a rough go of it just from the beginning. She really has. <laughs> Uh, and then the last one to mention, a uh, number one uh, issue from Mark Millar and Raphael Albuquerque, uh, Prodigy, which I think is like a almost like superhero level James Bond style spy that is called upon to stop this evil that nobody else on earth can possibly prevent and all that stuff. I, I got it at home. I just haven't gotten around to reading it yet, but yeah. it looks looks pretty good. Raphael Albuquerque is a phenomenal artist. Yeah, there's, there's only so many comics you can read when you're reading them the day they come out. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Near and dear to my heart, although it makes me so sad, we have BPRD, The Devil You Know, number 11, which is the beginning of the very last story arc of current continuity BPRD as we know it. Moment of silence, thank <laughs> Moment you. Of silence. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's been really good, and I've been saying I'm not sure if the world's not going to burn, and I'm still not sure. But it'll be interesting to see it all go down in flames. Yeah, you looked you looked so solemn when you mentioned it this morning. <laughs> and I can't talk about it to like anybody. But okay, anyways, I'm just get off of my soapbox. I'm sorry. We had Wizard Beach number one from Boom. I know, I I had that at home, but I just ran out of steam before I could get into that one. That's totally fair. <laughs> uh it's it, it's gonna be a mini series, five issues from Sean Simon and Connor Nolan. And it is so delightful. Like the first pages are just this crazy wizard war that's going on and there's no text. It's just images yeah, of all this crazy I stuff. I opened it up and I was like, wow, there's way too much going on. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's so, I mean, it goes on and uh, the main character is this boy um, whose dad is super stubborn and doesn't believe in him and all this kind of stuff. And uh, he's like, no, dad, I'm going to go and I'm going to get your brother who you don't respect enough. And he's going to save the day and teach me all the magic. And then he gets there and he's just this beach bum wizard who's just like <laughs> drinking, like sitting on his magic floating carpet above the sand on the beach. Just kind of a, kind of a, sh a schmuck. Yeah. But, uh, it's been, it's going to be really fun. I'm sure there's all of his kind of dopey wizard pals that have really stupid names and oh, great. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, so totally, totally. If you like the wizardy stuff, there's, there's actually a lot of them going on right now. Like curse words, this one, Maestro's just wrapped up. There's a whole bunch of wizardy magic going on. Wizards and D&D stuff. Yeah. It's a good time for comics. Uh, <laughs> a couple of last ones before we kind of move over to uh, something else. We had Dick Tracy number two from IDW, which the first issue was really, really fun. I'm looking forward to reading this one. And then also Doctor Who number two, um, which is the 13th Doctor series. And also first issue was really fun on this one, too. I'm looking forward to it. That kind of wraps up the most of the stuff we... Uh, we got we got David up here, and we're gonna gonna kind of check in to see what's going on with Spider Geddon and some uh, some of the other stuff going on with Spider Man these days. You been you been reading Spider Geddon? I have, yes. <laughs> <clears throat> you you been enjoying it? Oh yes, yes, just been really good. Forgive me. Who is the person that's been writing it these days? It's been uh, Gage. Oh, Christos Gage. Yes, Christos. Gage. That guy, he does, he's got a really good <clears throat> hand at writing events. Like, he does a really good job at kind of balancing all the crazy different, I mean, there's like dozens of characters, isn't there? Yeah. What, uh, Tons. so not, not to get too crazy into the spoilers, but what's kind of the premise, like, what's the setup for the whole event? Like, what is causing this Armageddon of spiders? So, it follows the uh, Spider-Verse event that happens... Last year, I think? A couple or? years ago, I yeah. think. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, about the Inheritors coming to take the life forces of the spider totems. 
Okay. And, and that's they've been kind of piecing that whole tapestry together for a while. Like yes. Madam Madam Webb has like given all these prophecies and predictions to certain yeah. people over time and all that. Yeah. So that's kinda cool. And so it just picks up where they left off in Spider-Verse. The inheritors were trapped on a earth that was nuclearized. Okay. If that's a word. Sure. I think so. And so their only weakness is pretty much is radiation and so okay. They can't really survive, so they're trying to find a way out. Then they found a way out by using the cloning technologies made by Ben Riley, okay, Scarlet yeah. Spider, yep. when he was the Jackal in mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man. And then... Uh, they're digging deep for some of this stuff. Yeah, it's, they pieced the uh, story very well with past events. And then uh, the Superior Octopus kind of used the cloning for his own technology and they found a way to pretty much use that to come back. So Otto Octavius? Yes. Is, okay. Is, so he's helping the inheritors? He didn't mean to, no. Okay. okay. He kind of just, <laughs> <laughs> he just thought he was too smart for anything to take control of his you uh, know, technology. Gotcha. So. But it's been really good. So the way you're uh, explaining them, like, stitching together these stories, well, uh, it kind of makes me think that they must have some kind of, like, general roadmap where they're going to go year by year and what kind of crazy stories they're going to tackle. Because it seems like somebody who's not reading them, it seems like they're just throwing as many different characters into this as they can, which is a completely mm-hmm. understandable thing because they have a huge, like, it's a tapestry of what has gone on all these alternate reality versions of all the Spider-Man and all that. Um, but... It sounds somebody who's reading it like they're putting it together and it actually is, you know, staying fairly cohesive, which yeah. is which yeah. is nice because that doesn't always land in events, but it is nice to hear. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah from the outside it really looks like a mess. <laughs> <laughs> what um yeah, like speaking of like the mess of like all the crazy like so did you read like the Vault of Spiders yet? Yeah, I read all the tie-ins. They do pretty good keeping the stories separate but together at the same time. Like relevant but not Yes. Cool. Like uh, Spider-Force is probably a good tie-in. I enjoy it a lot. The art is amazing. It's written by Priest. Uh, oh, so. nice. That guy's been doing yeah. a lot of really good stuff. But yeah. it's really good. Awesome. Yeah. And then they're, they're like bringing in like Ghost Spider to like this reality. Is that what's going on? Uh, and- kind of. She's... Uh, Without, I don't want to give spoilers away. Little, little lights, little bits, <laughs> okay, little tiny fine. bits. She's kind of trapped in a different world right now because their teleporter bracelets they use got compromised, so mm. they can't teleport anymore without giving too much info away. Uh, oh, lame. No, that's fair. Because she she was like jumping realities before, like getting advice from. Like, yeah, with uh, uh, that was back in uh, Web Warriors, I think. When they were jumping dimensions, trying to keep the web of reality together and stuff. So Yeah, I, th- I thought I remember, because I, I read Spider-Gwen a little bit, and it, I seemed to recall her, like, getting, like, her mentor was Spider-Woman in one reality or something. Oh, yeah, the Spider-Women crossover with Silk, Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, and Oh, yeah, I remember Spider-Gwen. that one. Yeah. I remember that one coming out. Yeah. There was just... I can't recall what exactly why they came together. Oh, it was the Silk from Spider-Gwen's dimension was evil, and she was just trying to take over stuff, and so they band together to take out 
her. So did she still have that power where like her and Spider Man were like in, like insanely attracted to each other or something like that? They that kind of died down. Okay, okay. I was going to say that was that was a weird yeah. that, was that was a weird yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> but cool, cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Sounds like things have been going well over there. Yeah. It's, yeah. Have you been, uh, despite it not being tied into the Spider Geddon, have you been enjoying the Nick Spencer run so far? Yes. The main one. Yes. 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 Nice. Yes. He's been uh, really good. It's it's a little bit of a nice kind of lighter hearted change of pace from some of the like event stuff and Captain America stuff that yeah. he was writing a little while ago. That was it has a like an old time Spider Man feel to it, which mm-hmm. is really nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've been enjoying it too. Mm-hmm. But uh, Hotley's art is really good. <laughs> oh, who's that guy? He's a writer, uh, not a writer. He's an artist. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, cool. cool. He may have been mentioned on the show before. He may oh. have been. No, no. It's one of somebody's favorite artists, Get, I guess. Guess I'll have to go check that guy out. Oh, you I should. guess so. Yeah. yeah. I had a good friend who had him uh, drop a, uh, what is it, wedding invitations with his art. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sounds sounds like that person had a good idea. Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, go cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for for being our for being our uh, Spider Man expert for the week, keeping up with stuff. Hopefully, I did a good job. Well, I think you, I think you did a great job. Couple a uh, couple of trades that I thought would be fun to throw out there before Travis goes over some of the stuff that comes out next week. Uh, but we had Galacticon, uh, also from Exploding Albatross Funny Books. Uh, which is Brendan Small of Metalocalypse creator. Uh, it's, his, it's his own sci-fi space, you know, Star Wars style space epic. And it with a with a robot that speaks in uh, guitar tablature. Oh, what? <laughs> so I haven't read this, but now that the trade is out, I feel like I kind of have to. Like, I love Brendan Small a lot. Yeah, I read I read some of it, but I didn't read the whole arc and I hate myself for it. <laughs> well, you have the trade now if you want to yeah, catch up all at once. Um, and then finally, on the trade front, uh, we got a Wreck-It, uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph breaks the internet. Click start, I think is what it's... Yeah. So basically, it's a it's like a 60 or 70 page um, Wreck-It Ralph graphic novel, and it's a choose-your-own-adventure story. So it's, you know, you go through, and you go through the first few pages, and then there's a spot where you can choose whether you're following Vanellope, you can choose to follow Ralph, or you can choose to follow them both, and then there are, you know, divergent paths that will kind of... Just get you to the end of it. So everybody, you know what a choose your own adventure story is. <laughs> no, the, George. The uh, Deadpool one they made was very fun to read. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. I, uh, I'd i let my first issue of that go to somebody that needed it. So I was kind of hoping to pick up the trade, but I forgot when it came out. Was that uh-huh. me? I can't remember. It might have been, now that I think about it. Travis, do you have anything? <laughs> <laughs> kind of going on the whole uh, Spider-Geddon thing. One of the co-creators of uh, Spider-Gwen, Robbie Rodriguez, has a comic coming out next week called Goddess Mode that kind of ties into some of the ones that we were talking. Uh, It's like a future society where this hugely powerful AI takes care of everybody. And uh, this girl that works in IT is uh, mucking around in all the all the stuff and figures out how to uh, like discovers this hidden digital world, hmm. and so all these people are starting to fight for uh, what they were calling the cheat codes for reality, hmm. <laughs> which sounds interesting. Whoa! <laughs> and it's uh, the the little bit of art that I saw was very Spider Gwen, so it has that. Is he doing the art on it? Yeah, he is so good. That is that image. Do you know who? The- Publishing that one? I 
It's okay if you don't. I don't remember. Okay, that's fine. I'm sure but that's, we'll talk about it next week. I, we'll, I want to say image, but I'm, I think it might be one of the one of one of the other ones, like Dark Horse or cool. something. Cool. Either way, that sounds really good. There's a Batman annual coming out. <laughs> moment past, Jason. Moment. Past. Oh, there's there's a few Batmans in a row. So, uh, Batman Damned number two comes oh, out. Oh, really? Week. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, wow. And then Batman Who Laughs number one comes out. That. Uh, is going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be a, a crazy one. Uh, Bitterroot number two. Uh, nice. Going to get some more Cemetery Beach. It's yes. on the fourth issue. Cool. Uh, the Fantastic Four wedding special. Hey. <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> Mega Ghost, another one uh, on uh, Albatross. Oh, wow. It's coming out. It's, uh, they got a lot of new stuff coming out. Yeah, I believe this one is a new All Ages that he's putting out. Cool. Murder Falcon number three comes out uh and the alternate cover on this one uh i didn't recognize it at first so i, I like waved Corey over i was like what is this and uh it looks like they're doing like a, a warhammer cover really yeah huh uh mst3k number three the the william gibson alien number two. Oh, cool and then uh x23 has another one coming out there you go Sounds like it's going to be another busy week. Yeah. There's one that's coming out that uh, that I just got such a huge giggle about. It was on, I was going through the initial order. It's called uh, Super Seek. Okay. And and the cover is just this guy in a turban and a, and a rocket launcher walking down the street. And the tagline is, uh, he loves Elvis, hates bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, we had no. <laughs> that should be interesting. So look for that. Yeah. Uh, we had an update. Uh, Goddess Mode is from Vertigo. Oh, nice. Yeah. That should be awesome. So I was wrong on both accounts. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it sounded like an image comic. So uh, you, got a, you got a question for us this evening? Sure. Do uh, you guys have any comic book characters that you just couldn't stand? Like you just can't. I don't know, for whatever reason, maybe they didn't click with you personality-wise. I, I don't even have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my biggest one was uh, when the Age of Apocalypse came out, mm-hmm. uh, they they just kind of jammed Morph from the uh, the animated series okay. from the 90s into that, <laughs> and, and I just hated that <laughs> so much. Uh, and then they brought him into the regular run, too, and I... I I, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Mr. Horse, no, sir, I don't no, sir. like it. I don't like it. <laughs> you don't. <clears throat> you don't have to hate anyone, George. If no. you're if you're a, a fan of every character, that's cool. No, David. Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anybody um, that uh, just rubbed you the wrong way? I'm trying to think of anything specific. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so for him, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm the only one with hate in my heart. <laughs> yeah, uh, just brimming on the surface. You know, the rest of us is a little deeper rooted. Uh, I I cannot think of a single name. Really? I'll, I'll, yeah. I, maybe if I think of it, I'll bring it up on the podcast tomorrow. So listen to the normal podcast called AU Radio. Why not? Killer, killer cross promotion. I like. That. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Would, that's your superhero power. If you didn't notice, cross promotion. You're a master of the cross promotion. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, I'll take it. Bye. Bye.
You've been listening to AU Radio Comics Corner. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground Copyright 2018 All Rights Reserved. like to contact the show follow us on twitter at au underscore radio facebook at au radio podcast instagram at au dot radio or you can email the show at podcast at adv you can also support this show and all the shows on au radio by becoming a patron of the au radio network find us on patreon as au radio at adventures underground you can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month thanks for listening